is your radio station website healthy? Well, today we're going to be talking about performing a website health check to ensure that you and your visitors stay happy. You're listening to Better Radio Websites, the definitive podcast for radio professionals who want their websites to generate more traffic and substantial revenue. Get time-tested techniques, secret tricks, and valuable tools in online content, marketing, analytics, security, social media, and much more. Ready for your radio station to dominate digital in your market? Here we go. Hi, it's Jim, and welcome to Better Radio Websites, the podcast that wants to help you get more visitors and the most revenue from your radio station website. Thanks a lot for tuning in today, and be sure that you're liked and subscribed wherever you are getting this podcast, whether you're getting the audio version or you are on our YouTube channel. Go ahead and like and subscribe there as well. That way you always get this great content relating and hopefully helping your radio station website. Well, today we're talking about website health checks, and it's because I have an annual physical coming up here pretty soon. That got me to thinking, how often should we performing be performing health checks on our radio station website? Well, it really should be more than an annual. It should be a whole lot more often because a website health check can help you ensure that you, that you and your visitors remain happy over time that you are checking certain things off that may be hindering your website experience. And so maybe things that you don't really realize on a day-to-day basis. So just as your physician would have a clipboard of things to check in your annual physical, then uh, we have a list of things to check for your website physical. All right, so let's uh, jot these down and be sure that we are checking those on a regular basis. Number one is page speed. A slow-loading website can be frustrating to visitors, and uh, that can eventually affect your bottom line because less visitors to your website means that less you can charge for your banner ads that are going to hopefully be there that you're selling to your clients. And so you can use speed test tools like Google Page Insights, GT Metrics Page Speed, also Pingdom Website Speed Test, and we're going to have links to these in the show notes. Every so often, you should... You know, put your website address in there and see how your website is doing. Uh, most <laughs> will say, hey, you probably have uh, something that is slowing your website down. I'm going to give you a spoiler alert here. Most of the time, what's slowing your website down is going to be images that are not fully optimized. That is going to be the main culprit. So if, uh, and that can help you identify maybe who on your team is not optimizing images as they should, because a fast loading website really depends on fully optimized images to load a whole lot quicker. Maybe it's because your homepage has too many images. These kinds of tools can actually let you know where your website falls in the page feed area. All right, so you want to perform this check every so often, especially if you have if you're ex- going to be experiencing a lot of visitors to your website. Let's say you have a promotion that's coming up and it's going to be huge. You're going to promote it heavily on air, heavily on social, and uh, you expect a lot of visitors to the website. Be sure that you run a page speed test on your homepage or the page that you're going to be promoting so that it loads fast. Perhaps you want to take some elements away from that page during that promotion period. So these kinds of tools, and they are free to some levels. Uh, Some of them have some 
paid aspects to them. But these tools are that we're going to be talking about today are, for the most part, free. And so it will let you know where that you need to be concentrating your areas to increase the speed of your website loading. Uh, number two is on-site SEO. Now, good or on-site or technical SEO, search engine optimization, is the foundation for any successful online strategy. You should keep your page titles clear and unique. Ensure all of the page content is unique throughout your website. And write helpful meta descriptions. Now, this includes adding descriptions to your images, the title, and the alt text. That is very, very important to SEO, and that's one area that most radio stations really fail at because they upload an image. They think, okay, I have a great title. I have great content. I'm just going to upload this image, and, and that'll be it. But when the title of that image is ABC123, Google and other search engines look at that image, and they don't know what it is. So they don't know where it stands in the context to the content that you've provided. And so it lowers the score on your entire page because the images that you have do not have anything that relates to the content of the page that they're on. And uh, unfortunately, not many people are doing this. If you're going to go out and you're going to hire some firm, the first thing that they're going to do is say, okay, how are your images tagged? Are there alt tags and there are title tags on each one of your images? That's the very first thing that an SEO company will do. They'll look at your title tags and your H1 tags and your H2 and be sure that you're not putting H1 tags in the middle of content just because the text is bigger. And they'll look at some other things, but the image meta descriptions is a very, very important aspect to good SEO. Now, if you plan to make on-site SEO a monthly check that you run on your website, it's really, really a good plan to get one of these tools that we've talked about. HubSpot Website Checker is one of them. This tool scans your website for SEO-related issues and offers solutions. Perhaps you have a bunch of links on your website that are broken, uh, which is very, very bad for SEO. Then these tools will kind of identify where those areas are and what you should do to improve things. For ongoing SEO help, uh, SEM Rush that is a great website. And it should be noted that tools like SEM Rush they can also test your competitor's website and see where they may be failing and what keywords they are ranking best for. If you see, if you know what keywords that they are ranking best for, then perhaps you want to adjust your strategy so that your website ranks for those keywords even better than they do. So tools like that not only help you identify areas where you need to improve on your website, it can also identify areas where they need to improve as well, and you can use those to your benefit. If your website is competing against somebody else in the market, you have another TV station or radio station in your market that you're competing with for online visitors, you may think, okay, well, we'll just do better content or different content. That's something that we would think for the radio, but it's not exactly the way we should think for online. It's, it would actually be better to do a proper SEO strategy and to adjust the content that you have in the meta descriptions and make sure all the tags are right and just really do good SEO because that will make the content that you have be better than theirs and show up a whole lot more frequently than their content does online. They could have the most awesome content 
out there, but if they're not following the SEO best practices, nobody's going to see it other than the people that they directly drive there in their promotion. They mention it in a news story or they talk about it on air, that sort of thing. The best way for that content to be seen along for long periods of time is with proper SEO. And that's really a huge one. The next one that we want to talk about today is analytics tracking. It is very, very important that you know how your website is doing on a daily basis and the content that you provide there. Is the content that you're providing great content? Are people coming back to get more of that content on a daily basis? And analytics will let you know, okay, maybe we need to do more of this content or less of this content because the content just really isn't working. We love it. We think it's great. We think it's the best content ever, but visitors just don't care about it. And so why put that effort into doing that content when you could be doing something else that your audience is, is liking? And so analytics will let you know what areas were that you need to do where you need to do more of that content and less of other kinds of content. So be sure that you are checking your analytics data on a really a weekly basis. This isn't a, a monthly or quarterly check for, for analytics. Really, you should be checking what your visitors are consuming on your station website on a more continuous basis. Some stations, they are checking analytics on a daily basis. And uh, those are the websites that are performing a whole lot better. You also want to make sure in your health checks that you're checking the mobile responsiveness of your website. Now, your website may be mobile responsive, and that's great. M most websites today are mobile responsive, unless you have a website that was designed 10 or 15 years ago. But if your website is mobile responsive, perhaps there are things on your website that are not mobile responsive. We had one radio station that used a third-party service to embed a contest. Uh, it was a very huge contest, client-paid-for contest. So they had this custom form on their website, which was mobile responsive. But halfway in through the contest promotion, they realized that the form was not mobile responsive. And so the folks that were going there on their mobile devices could not register properly because it was actually a, a paging thing. The page two would not load on a mobile device. So half of those people were lost. Client was not happy, and it was because they didn't check. So just because you have a mobile responsive site, be sure that you are checking those pages on a regular basis actually on a mobile device, especially the ones that you're promoting on air that you are sending to the people to on a regular basis. Just because you have a mobile responsive website doesn't mean that everything in the website is mobile responsive. And those are things that you have to check on a regular basis. And we also have website security. Security should be at the forefront of your thinking uh, every time that you log in. The first thing that you want to be sure that you have is a uh, SSL license. This is what puts the HTTPS in the URL rather than HTTP. You want to be sure that you have an SSL license. For some hosting plans, they are included, and some you have to pay an additional fee every year. Regardless, you ensure that you have that HTTPS, and you see that little lock up there in the browser URL area because that it instills some confidence for your visitors that they can enter a contest and their in information will not be taken off and 
given to some some place else, or somebody is jacking their uh, email address as they type it in to the browser. And so this is why having a secure website is very, very important. The next part of website security is passwords. There are still many radio stations out there that are sharing user accounts among staff members. And so, and the password that they are sharing is something that has to do with the radio station. If your username is the same as your domain name minus the .com, and then you have some sort of weak password, it's only a matter of time before your website gets hacked. In fact, if you are sharing or reusing the password and login information on your radio station website that you're using for Netflix and Amazon and Hulu and all these of your banking information. It's only a matter of time before one of those places becomes compromised and that username and password is shared out on the dark web. And then it's only a matter of time before somebody uses that, a robot uses that to gain access to your website and take over things. That will not be a good day. So we recommend using password managers, which gives you a unique password for every website that you visit. You just have to know the master password or and or using two-factor authentication. That is where you receive either a text message or an email with a code that you have to put in to gain access to verify that it's actually you. So website security is a big part of the health check. So how is your website health check? When was the last time that you actually did a website health check with these areas? Because a healthy website is one that is, it's fast loading. It's easily found online. It provides insight to what your visitors are actually doing there. And it's also mobile responsive on every page and it is secure. Regular website health checks can help you flag areas where you need to focus and it can identify small issues before they become big problems, like having a contest form that only desktop users can fill out rather than mobile users as well. We recommend quarterly for the really big items, but uh, many of the items can be done on a daily basis and even weekly or, or, or monthly. If you have a digital content director in place, then this is something that they should be having on their schedule on a regular basis as well. Unfortunately, most radio stations out there, they wait until there's a big issue in order to, to jump on this. And then by that time, they're thinking, oh, we need to either redesign our website or we need to hire a marketing firm to come in and help us with our SEO and, and all this other stuff. And that can be very, very expensive. You don't have to go that route. Using free to cheat tools online can give you the exact same results. And it can be done in-house, free or cheaply. So we hope that you don't wait until there's a big, big problem to jump on this. Performing website health checks on a regular basis can help you and your visitors stay happy. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Hey, if you need help with your website, we'd love to help you. Reach out to us at skyrocketradio.com. Have an awesome week online, making your radio station website better. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to Better Radio Websites. Remember to subscribe, leave a rating or comment, and share this episode with your team and radio colleagues. For show notes, archived episodes, and more free resources, visit betterradiowebsites.com. Need help starting or making your radio website better? Visit skyrocketradio.com.